Praise. Bless him for his word. The Bible declares that the entrance of his word gives light and even understanding unto the simple. Are you blessing him tonight? Father, we thank you. We bless you because you are a good God. You are a great God. You are a marvelous God. Bless him. Shebalaku sabrande kaparosia etesia. Harandos kadebraska diba hashedagade palakotusia. We bless you. Ask him for an encounter and a visitation tonight. Lord, appear unto me tonight by your word. Are you praying? Heba shalakata prande gabaratu segede belegetai. By your word, change my life. By your word, heal every infirmity. By your word, in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I'd like to charge you before we sit that you'll be very intentional about the presence of God. Um, and I want you to believe that Jesus is in this place. This is, we're not acting. This is not some movie that we're acting we are before the king of kings the lord of lords the one who is able to change lives the one who is able to turn an age-long situation overnight it is important that you are aware that you're not just standing before one who founded a religion called christianity no 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 that the testimonies that you hear are only tokens. They, they are a sign to what God wants to do in your life. And the Bible says, blessed is she that believes. Miracles are not magic. They are, they are two different things. Two different things. A miracle is proof that there is a God in heaven. A miracle is proof that that God is alive. A miracle is proof that that God is mighty. A miracle is proof that God loves. Are we together? So I like your heart. I know that week in, week out, we gather from several places, several nations. People make sacrifices from several nations, literally every week. And it is important that we are intentional about these gatherings so we do not waste our time. As for me, I have assured you again and again that there is no time you will gather here and share the grace going back disappointed. No. No. Hallelujah. And so I like to charge your heart because sometimes believers can be careless with the presence of God. The Bible showed us that a man, Jacob, in chapter 28, 
was very careless and nonchalant with an encounter that would change him. And as a result of that carelessness, he paid the price for 20 years. The next scene in his life will be pain in the house of Laban. By the time God will appear to him again in chapter 32 of Genesis, he was stronger, more discerning, and more intentional. He held on to him and said, I will not let you go. I made that mistake once. I know what it cost me. Hallelujah. So don't just celebrate what God is doing in the life of others, as wonderful as that is. Don't just celebrate what God is doing in the house, as wonderful as that is. You must have the determination that Elisha had to receive from Elijah. He would not be distracted. We are going this way. He said, no problem, I will still go. The prophet said, are you aware? He said, don't distract me. Until it got to a point where he said, if you can see me, was he not looking already? Listen, there is something about the power and the grace of God in the midst of his people. You have to realize that people come to church for several reasons. There are others who come as spectators. There are others who are sent by God to that meeting. Because something about the destinies connected to them needs to be unveiled. There are others who are sent because they are God's they are God's final sign of mercy over their families. That if they miss that opportunity. So it, it is very important that we do not become careless. Believers have turned church and sadly I know that we've had all kinds of experiences. I can assure you Koinonia is not a place of show. No, we are too serious with God for that kind of thing. The price of every destiny is the blood of Jesus. We cannot afford to toy and play games with God's people. People have come with burdens. People have come with pain. People have come with troubles. Others have come with passion and desire to be directed, to be mentored. There are others who have come to take this fire. Some of you are in ministry and this thing is not working. And you know there is a way. Some of you, this meeting came to you in dreams. That God sent you and said, come. This is the answer to the things you've been asking for. You cannot imagine the prayer investments, the word investments, the spiritual discipline that goes in for one service. I'm under the shadow of your wings Your influence is all over me I am under the shadow of your wings Your influence is all over me I am under the shadow of your wings your influence is all over me. I am 
victorious. I have overcome. I am victorious. I have overcome. I am victorious. I have overcome. I am victorious. The Lord is revealing, I'm seeing four people in my vision. And the Lord is saying the primary reason these people came, one of them is a prophet in the making. There is something God is doing with that gentleman. There is, there is a mighty assignment, but he's in a season of training and preparation. This is what I'm seeing. This is a man given to fasting and prayer. And part of the reason why God has brought him here is for that equipping. I don't know where these people are, but I pray in the name of Jesus that the grace that can draw men to the secret place, the grace that can build and equip men to become to become men of stature and power, may that grace rest upon you in the mighty and marvelous name of Jesus. And then I'm hearing in my spirit discernment, and this grace is coming on many women. This is what I see. Discernment. There is a manifestation of the spirit of discernment. I don't know why, but I'm following the instruction God is giving me. That when, when women are rising with a, a strange dimension of the spirit of discernment, the ability to be able to see the things that God is saying to understand the writings of the world. I stretch my hands. Let it be by the spirit of grace. Let it be superior dimensions of this earth. The eyes that see and the ears that hear. Go ahead and pray the spirit in one minute. Pray. Please pray. Something is happening in this place right now. We are in the days of His power, the days of His grace. Are you praying in the spirit? Shite bakata parande katibala haskede balakatus. Sate paratos kede batasikete masia. Let your spirit man be open for a genuine encounter. Shivamala subrandi kabaratus kede baliata tabrande kede balakatus. Shite tabrande ke parus katila kaparus katelekas.
Before we sit, I just sense a very strong, strong healing anointing. I just sense that the Holy Spirit is healing people. And I'm seeing someone being healed of peptic ulcer. This thing has disturbed you. This is medically confirmed. But I'm seeing the power of God touch that person right now. Bringing you life. Even by the Spirit. Life. Even by the Spirit. life even by the spirit let the healing river of jesus flow to every sick body right now every medical condition there are people following in hospitals in the name of jesus the son of the living god that same spirit that raised christ from the dead in the name that is above all names let that spirit quicken your mortal body Quicken your mortal body. Quicken your mortal body. Quicken your mortal body. And that pain you are having around your ears, I don't know who that is, your right ear. But the power of God is touching you right now Supernaturally there is, there is someone with the issue of blood It's a very severe issue right now The power of God is touching you this moment In the name of Jesus 
in the name of Jesus. This is Koinonia, the house of God and the place of encounters. I command that spirit to leave you now. I'm seeing I'm seeing something that looks like a bird. Just go out of someone in the name of Jesus by the power that raised Christ from the dead. I arrest that spirit. Let that lady go now. Release her destiny now by the power that raised Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you have won it all for me, that could not hold you down, you are the reason king, seated in majesty. time. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, may tonight be for you a night of encounters. In the name of Jesus. Especially for those of you who have taken the burden and the sacrifice to travel from far, you will never go back the way you came. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Good evening and please be seated. Please be seated. Please be seated. Two encouragements very quickly and then we'll get to the word number one we thank God for the marvelous testimonies and the things that God is doing in our midst week in week out um, let me encourage everyone that we are a house and a people who are very intentional about hearing what God has done and is doing in our lives. We're not careless about the workings of God in our lives at all. And I want to encourage you, many, many people have received testimonies and continue to receive testimonies as a result of the impact of the word. May I encourage you to do well to register your testimonies with the media department or the PR, any one of them, and would give you an opportunity to share your testimony, especially for those who uh, are within our local environment. For all those who are far and beyond our reach here, you can do well to use our social media platforms or the lines 
and register your testimony. We'll do well to share them as you allow us. But it is important for us to be conscious about the things that God is doing in our midst. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And then the second charge very quickly is that we are a spiritual people who are also a people of responsibility. And may I encourage you, every one of you, realize that you are not only an ambassador of the kingdom, you are an ambassador of this ministry. Do well to see to it that in and through your life, several people who are not saved, just help those under the anointing, several people who need the touch and the power of God over their lives. Make sure that you give them an opportunity to come and encounter Jesus. In gathering for us as a ministry is beyond just looking for crowd or more people. God has already honored us beyond that, that realm of carnality. It is a passion to see that as many people who need to be saved, transformed and delivered. Most of you here, you are here tonight because someone went out of his way to reach out to you and please you, you need to do that as a responsibility. Hallelujah. Okay, I see that there's a link for testimonies. Keep it there, media. Koinoniaabuja at gmail.com. You can use this for to register your testimonies. Koinoniaabuja at gmail.com. Praise the name of the Lord. You can have it. You can furnish others with the email address so that they can make use of it. Hallelujah. Let's hear what God is doing around the world. And when you send it, do let us know uh, if you do want us to share it and what part of the testimony you want us to share. Of course, we have intelligent people who know how to preserve certain details if um, it's an information that is classified or can have implications beyond the environment where it is heard. So we, I want to assure you that our people are trained, they are intelligent people, and we know what it is that is worth sharing. But overall, it's just to be able to help us glorify Jesus. And then I was talking about in-gathering. There are many people who have never, you cannot credit the salvation, the transformation, the healing, and the deliverance of anyone to your your participatory contribution with the Holy Spirit. You have never spoken to anyone. He says, I was glad when they said unto me, the people who deserve the credit are those who said unto him, let us go. He didn't just come. Someone said unto him, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. So please make it a duty to be very intentional about ingathering and as much as possible. Listen to me. The church is not a place where we continue to recycle membership from one place to the other. It is important that our focus in ingathering be those who need salvation. We need people who are unsaved, unreached, so that they can also begin their journey into the kingdom experience. Then, of course, all others follow. Those in need for transformation, healing, deliverance, and all of that. But my passion and my desire 
is that God will continue to add daily, like the Bible says, as many as should be saved. If you're in agreement, say amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I just felt stirred in my heart again to encourage those of us who are in ministry here following. I know that there are so many people who connect with the meetings. You are a pastor, you are in the fivefold. Let me encourage you that we must continually obtain grace from the Lord to see to it that all the people who he commits to our grace are well fed. Acts chapter 20. Please give us Acts 20, 28. Acts chapter 20, I believe 28. It says, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. It says, To feed the church of God which he had purchased, not with your blood, with his blood. So he's giving a charge here to ministers. Take heed, be sensitive and be intentional. I tell you, there is nothing that pains my heart like seeing believers who are ill-fed, poorly fed, confused from one, no spiritual direction, no accuracy in understanding doctrine. This is the assignment of the fivefold. So this is a charge with all my love and honor to ministers of the gospel. We must be very intentional about seeing that every time believers are gathered, whether it is online, whether it is a local gathering like this, provided you have access to the ears, the hearts, and the spirits of God's, God's people, you must be intentional about communicating truth. You see, God looks at the hearts of men and the passions of men to trust them with members. God will not just trust people with membership when he knows that there is laziness, carelessness, unseriousness as far as communicating the word. The primary assignment of a man of God as far as the maturity of the saints is concerned is found in Jeremiah 3 and verse 15, popular scripture. I will give you shepherds or pastors according to my heart it says they shall feed you with knowledge and understanding don't feed them with knowledge alone preaching is feeding with knowledge teaching is feeding with understanding preaching declares the truth that is consistent with scripture teaching explains the dynamics of the workings of the word of god are we together Preaching brings knowledge. Teaching brings understanding. You need both. You have to feed them with knowledge, what to do, and understanding how to do it. And it is my prayer that may this house remain Bethel, the place of bread. That never will there come a time where you will come and sit down and there will not be fresh manna from heaven that makes for your spiritual edification. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm teaching a message. Uh, it is a two-part series. We'll start and then stop wherever we stop. And then we'll continue after the miracle service. By the way, um, let me just announce that next week will be our first miracle service for the month of 20 
the month of January 2022. Please do well to invite as many and let's trust God for an incredible time of experiencing his power and his grace in Jesus' name. But God has declared over us that this is our year of marvelous light. It is not a cliche. It is not just a careless prophetic word that has come upon us. Our teachings all through this year will be in line with this theme. And I trust that God will open us up to very deep dimensions of kingdom truths in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The gospel is divided essentially into two dimensions. The gospel is divided into two parts. Number one is the message that saves. That is the first dimension of the gospel. The message that saves. What is the message that saves? The revelation of the love of the Father revealed in and through the substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus, his son. Are we together? Man and creation being the object of that love and that sacrifice. So, the gospel as we know it, the message of the gospel is God's, God's plan to reach out to man and salvage him from the power of sin, the power of Satan, and that happened through the substitutionary sacrifice of Jesus. That is, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension. This is the basis for the believer's salvation. Are we together? You have to understand the basis. This is doctrine now. We are not saved anyhow. I once asked someone, who is Jesus? And he said, is my elder brother. I said, well, prepare to go to hellfire. Hallelujah. Now, it's not a lie that Jesus is his elder brother. But let me tell you this. It is not believing Jesus as your elder brother. I know where they get that revelation because the Bible calls him the firstborn among we, the begotten. And sometimes we have to be careful with revelations. We have to know the level and the spiritual state of the believers who hear certain things. When a matured believer hears something like he's your elder brother, he understands what this is. But if you tell a new believer he's your elder brother, already you have sown a seed that may send that person to hell. Believing Jesus as your elder brother is not what saves you. In fact, believing in him as your brother is not what saves you. Believing Jesus as the founder of a religion is not what saves you. Believing Jesus as a good man is not what saves you. There is an exact information about Jesus that saves. You must believe in his incarnation. The Bible says that he was the word that became flesh. You must believe that. You must believe that he walked upon the earth, lived a sinless life. You must believe that he died you must believe that he was buried descended to Hades the place of the dead you must believe that he resurrected on the third day not after one week the Bible says he resurrected on the third day if you believe Jesus rose again it matters that you know when he rose again there is a reason why he rose again on the third day 
and you must believe that he did not just resurrect and, and was just roaming around the streets in Jerusalem. That he went, his ascension has an implication because it was at his ascension that his high priestly duty was performed in a tabernacle in heaven based on the revelation given to Paul in the book of Hebrews. It was after he ascended because he did not resurrect with blood. He now had another life. His blood was already what he carried as the lamb and as the high priest. And he offered it, the Bible says, upon the heavenly tabernacle once and for all. Are we together now? It's very important. So the gospel has two sides. Number one is the message that saves. The administration of that, the power that comes from that message is personal. That means I cannot believe for you to be saved. No, you have to believe yourself. Are we together now? Yes. If I have the healing anointing, you don't need to have the healing anointing to be healed. You just need to believe in Jesus and believe in me, the vessel, and you'll be healed. But salvation, new birth, is not like that. You will have to hear the message and personally acknowledge the Lordship of Christ. There is no such thing as being saved for someone else. You can intercede for someone else's salvation. Yes, you can preach the gospel. But everyone who is saved must come to a point where you personally understand the gospel, the message of the gospel, and then your faith in Jesus as touching that information you have heard is what leads to your receiving eternal life. Are we together? But there is a second side to the gospel. The gospel as an ideology. The gospel as an ideology that transforms society, that transforms territories. This is very simple but very powerful. For a very long time, believers, especially among, respectfully speaking, among the evangelicals, we have been thoroughly taught the side of the gospel that presents the message of salvation. But most believers have not been taught the gospel as an ideology that transforms society. And you know that God's desire for the believer is not only to be saved, but that you are saved, then transformed. Remember our teaching? Salvation, transformation. What's the third? Oh no, come on. One more time. Salvation, transformation, empowerment. So that the greatest need of the unbeliever is salvation. Remember, the greatest need of the believer is transformation. The greatest need of the transformed believer is empowerment. And the greatest need of an empowered believer, character. You see, humility. Humility is very important because that's what guarantees continuity. Are we together? So the ideology that transforms is very powerful because that it is from the ideology of the gospel that Christ is enthroned across a territory. Can I tell you this? Please look up. I'm, I'm trying to introduce my message. You can always know, listen carefully, you can always know which of these two sides of the gospel has been received by looking at individuals within a territory and looking at the territory itself. 
when you find a territory that seems to experience advancement whether technologically educationally and otherwise it means the value system of the kingdom has been adopted even though they may not acknowledge that those principles come from God but that if you ever see anything that looks like heaven on earth it is because something about heaven was honored there remember the, the mandate is thy kingdom come is that true so we have different regions across the globe that may not acknowledge Jesus but they have taken the principles or the value system of the kingdom and they have replicated it across their territories you find out that the individuals are going to hell but the territory clearly looks like heaven are we learning now then you can also find a territory where you do not see anything that necessarily looks like heaven within that territory but you can see individuals who are saved and sincerely love Jesus but those individuals remain victims why because the territory is yet to be saved so both the believer and the territory need salvation are you getting the point now it is not only men that should be saved territories can be born again too and when a territory is born again the same thing that happens to an individual happens to that territory is that true yes individuals can backslide territories can backslide individuals can be transformed territories can be transformed but the focus and the emphasis for a long time has been on the personal salvation of individuals and that is important but should not be the only focus respectfully speaking we continue to have several churches and ministries and platforms all across the globe all across africa and particularly within our region but you need to be able to assess the degree to which we are effective by looking at the individuals then looking at the territories what value system governs our territory are we together now when you have a territory with a serious level of decadence crime rates and all of that and yet that territory has so many believers something about the understanding of the gospel holistically is missing and can i tell you this you can be saved and not be safe s-a-v-e-d saved but then you are not safe s-a-f-e you need both of them you need to be saved and safe I have always been passionate about seeing that the reality of the gospel and the power of God that it is able to transform our territories so that our territories can call upon the name of the Lord not just individuals and history history has taught us that it is possible for both individuals and territories to come under the lordship of christ did you know that most of the technological advancements we celebrate today in europe and in the developed nations most of the, that that technological renaissance happened 
um, at a similar, at, at a close period with the advancement of the gospel. As they received the gospel, it gave way for several other things. Including our regions too. So I know that God has helped us. The average believer who has been a serious churchgoer, even if not even if not a serious believer at least if you are frequent in church you should not be you should not be at a loss as to the fact that preachers continue to communicate the need for personal salvation you've seen altar calls after every service not just here in koinonia generally in most churches but the challenge remains that we must be trained to understand how to save nations jesus taught the disciples how to be saved and how to save nations we have only taught how to save people we have not taught how to save territories and so this two-part series is an attempt a very generous and honest attempt to show us the ways of god and to guide us into understanding how to transform and bring territories under the lordship of christ notice that in in communicating um jesus was speaking in acts chapter 1 and verse 8 he says you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and he said you shall be witnesses unto me he connects their witness to territories he didn't say you just walk around or meet anyone. He said, no, no, no. I'm interested in the territory. I'm interested in Jerusalem. I'm interested in Judea. I'm interested in Samaria. I'm interested in the uttermost part of the earth. If you're learning already, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So I'm teaching on a two-part series that I titled, Commanding Salvation Over Territories commanding salvation over territories commanding salvation over territories we're going to be learning the scriptural principles that can bring territories to experience the power and the grace of god to come under the lordship of christ experientially hallelujah and part one let me give you the course content part one tonight we're going to be discussing the witness of mighty works part one the witness of mighty works mark chapter 6 and verse 2 the witness of mighty works commanding salvation over territories and tonight we're going to be looking at the witness of mighty works. And when the Sabbath, a record of the consequence of what followed the apostles after the healing of the man at gate, beautiful. So follow the story carefully. And as they spake unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came unto them long reading let's hurry up media being grieved that they taught the people and preached through jesus the resurrection from the dead so understand the basis now that someone was angry because of something what was he angry about that they were teaching the people jesus 
right verse 3 and they laid hands on them and put them in hold to the next day for it was now even tied how be it many of them which heard the word believed take note now so many people believed and the number of the men was about five thousand my goodness look at this kind of harvest five thousand verse five and it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers, their elders, and scribes, and Annas the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John Alexander, and as many as were of a kindred of the high priest were gathered together where? At Jerusalem. So we know that something was beginning to happen, not just to individuals, but something was happening to the territory. Are you following me now? And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power? This was their concern. By what power or by what name have you done this? They questioned the basis for this level of results, even over the territory. Verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, uh -huh, if we this day be examined of the good deed done by done to the important man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. 11. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter, pay attention, and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. Why? And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. 14. And beholding the man which was healed, standing with them, they could say nothing against them. The witness of mighty works. But when they had commanded them to go aside, out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to this man? For that indeed a notable miracle had been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in... Read the remaining sentence. And we cannot deny it. One more time. It says, what shall be done unto this man? For indeed, a notable miracle had been done by them. And they did not just stop there. It is manifest to the entire territory of Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. Next verse. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name what was their fear we can't do anything about the personal salvation of this man but let's find a way of stopping it from reaching the territory are you getting this discussion now 
There's nothing we can do about the man. We can't say lie. At this, this is too notable. However, what we can do is to try to stop it from spreading. That they no more speak in that name. 18, we're almost there. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Notice, please go back to 18. He never said they stopped them from preaching. He never said they stopped them from doing ministry. Keep doing whatever you are doing. But can you take this name out of that message? They were not banned from doing ministry. They were banned from doing ministry the way that works. 19. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen or heard. The last verse, 21. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men, how many men? All men glorified God, not just for that which was said, for that which was done. The witness of mighty works. Please look at me. The Bible is very clear as to the fact that God desires to see believers excel in their personal spiritual lives as, as an expression of the excellency of the power and the workings of the spirit within us but much more than that god desires for us to excel because the results that are produced in and from our lives have a territorial implication as far as kingdom advance is concerned are we together now that the result that comes from my life and your life has an implication the territory, it has an implication over the territories that we are domiciled in. And this is a very important information. In Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 5, from verse 13, Jesus now, when you read from verse 1 and 2 and then jump to 13, the Bible says that he looked at the people, start from 1 and 2 and then we'll jump to 13. Seeing the multitudes, the Bible says, he went up into a mountain and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. The Bible says he opened his mouth, verse 2, and taught them, saying, he said many things, but let's go to 13. This is part of what he said. Ye are the salt of the earth, he said. But if the salt have lost his savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light. Everybody say light. Ye are the light of the world. He says you are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. 15. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and it giveth light to how many? Look at the territorial implication. The candle does not give light to only one person. 
the candle was lit so that it would light everybody who is in the house are you learning something now jesus is teaching us that our salvation is not just personal there is a territorial component to our salvation and that this light should not just give illumination to one person but it must give light to all who are in the house verse 16 it says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven this is very 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 powerful that means when god wants to bring salvation to territories the first thing he does is to bring salvation to individuals listen carefully and when he brings salvation to those individuals he now uses those individuals to become a symbol of salvation to the territories and that one of the ways that he compels territories to be saved is through the witness of mighty works that comes from those who have experienced that salvation that the mighty works of the saints can cause a territory can compel a territory to come under the lordship of christ someone say results please shout it again say results this is a world where you are not the only one preaching the bible tells us that results have a voice that there is a sermon that results can give and that the territory is the audience of that sermon when the holy spirit speaks to you as an individual when a preacher speaks to you as an individual that edifies you personally you give your life to jesus christ but that when it has to do with your territory sometimes it is not your voice that should be the preacher because the territory may not hear your voice there is a kind of language of evangelism the territory has been trained to hear and the bible calls it mighty works that mighty works are also evangelists within a territory there is something there is a sermon that results can speak over a territory mighty works are also preachers results are also messengers their assignment is to convert the territory the same way the individual has been converted so the same way we frown at the law or the poor committal and passion to personal evangelism we must also frown when territories are not saved listen to me i don't know about you but let me talk about myself if in one week nobody gets saved through my life i will go for a retreat one week seven days no one comes to jesus no one hears about him i will go for a retreat i'm sure that it may be it may be so for many of us here are we together but how come our territories seem to be bankrupt of evangelism there is a kind of evangelism that abuja is waiting for there is a kind of evangelism nigeria is waiting for there is a kind of evangelism and listen 
we have been saying many things to the territory and the territory is saying, I don't understand what you are saying. Speak my language. God is teaching us the salmon that converts territories. It is called mighty works. Are we together? That in Acts chapter 4, just one miracle of an impotent man, it was so notable the man was standing everybody had seen him everybody knew him nobody was told to evangelize and spread that news it was too notable to be quieted and they went round and before you you think the 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 council just gathered because they didn't have what to do it is impossible for those in power to ignore what everybody is talking about are we together now? Yes. The power of personal results. That it is from the results that we produce. The mighty works that are wrought in and through our hands by God. That we compel territories to acknowledge that there is a God in heaven and then to submit to the lordship and the authority of that God. Now, why do families, why do individuals, I wrote here, why do nations experience perpetual defeat, perpetual failure, perpetual hardship? It's a question. Why do we have individuals, believers inclusive, why do we have families why do we have territories under perpetual defeat perpetual failure and perpetual hardship let me give us two scriptures and then i'll begin to give you some of the reasons and we pray is god helping us already so far proverbs chapter 13 and verse 15 proverbs 13 and 15 it says good understanding giveth favor but the way of the transgressor is hard you know who a transgressor is a transgressor is a violator of an ordinance a defaulter consistent defaulter in genesis chapter 19 let's start from verse 1 but the verse of emphasis is verse 11 Genesis 19, 1. Media help us. Please look at what you're doing. Genesis 19, 1. And there came two angels. Watch this now. There came two angels. This was the event at Sodom and Gomorrah. There came two angels to Sodom at evening. Remember those irresponsible people there? And Lot sat at the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, arose to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face towards the ground. Quick reading. And he said, Behold now, my Lord, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and all of that. Next verse, verse 3. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned him unto him, and entered into his house. And he made them a feast, and did bake on living bread, and they did eat. Verse 4. But before they lay down, the men of the... So you, you see now, every time the Bible talks about a city, pay attention. There was a man in that city who knew the God of heaven. But the city itself 
was a place of decadence and evil. Are we together now? His, this scripture shows us the consequence of having personal salvation. And yet your territory does not acknowledge your God. You are still not safe. This was a man who was in fellowship with God. He had discernment to see angels. But because his territory was not saved, you are about to see the consequence of a territory that has not come under the Lordship of Christ. Are you ready? Before he lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed round the house, both old and young. What foolish generation. The old and when old and young people are doing the same foolishness, it means that territory is in trouble. Do you agree with me? If he just said the young men will understand, but both old and young, all the people came from where? Every quarter to the house of the one man who had a relationship with the God of heaven. Verse 5. And they called unto Lot and said where are the men which came in unto thee this night listen to their request not a prayer request listen to their request bring them unto us that we may know them are you seeing what happens to a territory this man this man has encountered the god of heaven but the territory was not saved and even though they knew they were angels when lord saw the angels what did he do he greeted them and invited them. When these people saw the angels, what did they say? And they called Lot and said, okay, verse 6, very quickly. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after them. Can you see that if your territory is not saved, even though you are saved, you will not find peace? You see it there? Verse 8. Okay, verse 7, 7. And said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. We're reading to 11, verse 8. Behold now, look out there. I have two daughters, which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them unto you. And do ye unto them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Listen to what the men said. Verse 9. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came into sojourn and he will needs be a judge. Now, will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to do what? For as long as you are within a territory that does not call upon the name of the Lord, no matter how saved you are, no matter how alright you are, you are really not alright. You don't have to look for trouble. Those who are not saved will come and look for your trouble. Hallelujah. Verse 10. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house. The angels now and shut the door verse 11 watch what happened and they smote the men that were at the door of the house with what blindness both great both small and great so that they wearied themselves at the door I'm explaining something to you here 
The reason why the angels, the men could make advancement to open that door was because their eyes were open. When the angels wanted to make their life hard, what did the angels do? That means when the devil wants to make anybody's life hard, he does not need to do anything to your hands. He does not need to do anything necessarily to your, your, your physical environment. Blindness is associated with hardship. The Bible says, even though they were standing at the door, because they had blindness, they wearied themselves to find the door. The door to victory, the door to peace, the door to advancement. They wearied themselves because of blindness. Why do people and families and nations experience lives of defeat, failure, and hardship? I want to give you a few reasons. Four of them. Are you ready? Number one. Please pay attention. This is now a feast of light. The first reason why individuals especially are not able to command the kind of results that will evangelize to a territory is over dependence on the strength of the flesh number one please write it down the first biblical reason why individuals and even families don't seem to be able to command the kind of results that will bring territories to a standstill for the name and the glory of Jesus is because we live in times where there is an overdependence on the strength of the flesh. Overdependence on the strength of the flesh. Overdependence on our abilities over dependence on our connections over dependence on our education over dependence on technology you go to regions where jesus seems to be a nuisance because they feel once you are educated once you are technologically advanced once you have connections to this and that you do not need him again proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 trust in the lord with all your heart write it down please and do not lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6 says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. We have acknowledged our brains. We have acknowledged IT. We have acknowledged relationships. But we are yet to acknowledge God. There are nations that pride themselves and say we are the leaders in technological advancement. There are nations that pride themselves and say we are the leaders in manufacturing, in intellect, in this and that. But God is looking for nations that can say we are the nation that as a corporate people, we have acknowledged the lordship of Jesus Christ unashamedly over dependence on the strength of the flesh. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 9. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 9 it says he will keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness for by strength shall no man prevail listen we live in a world today where 
people pride themselves with a sense of invincibility it looks like the more you seem to not need any assistance especially from a standpoint of faith they look at you as one who is intelligent you are sound you know what you are doing can i be honest with you any nation that rejects the assistance of the god of heaven is a nation that will eventually plunge to decadence are we together over dependence on our intellect our connections our education our businesses our wisdom and so on and so forth now these things are not wrong don't get me wrong god gave them to us but god gave them to us in a way and a manner that we must be able to exalt him above these things that is the only way it profits us there are people today whose strength is in business there are people today whose strength is in human connections and every time you are talking about god the holy spirit the place of wisdom divine direction they look at you as some weak failure who is just broke and does and wants to console himself using christianity can i tell you this respectfully church of the lord jesus christ god is calling us back to genuine spirituality we are beginning to lean on the philosophies of men now i'm not saying these things are wrong but church make sure we do not replace the shoulder of priests with a cat in carrying the presence of god there are things only god can do there are things only the presence of god can do a a laptop and an an ipad and a phone and whatever they can help to digitalize my study but they cannot impart the holy ghost to me so do not idolize them thank god for the convenience but if you want god you need more than a laptop you need a functional relationship with the god of heaven are we together the pride of man I pray that in our lifetime that God will grant us grace that these things, this acknowledgement of the glory of God happens in our lifetime so that the pride of man will not reach the heavens and make us see these things we've been reading in the Bible. Read your Bible and see what happened to men when their pride got to the heavens. Usually there will be a visitation upon that land that brings the people back is it nebuchadnezzar is it herod in the bible read men and women who believe that they were invincible over dependence over dependence preachers let's be careful listen uh, please don't don't find offense in what i'm saying you are a man of god thank god for leds thank god for mics thank god for everything thank god for excellence aces none of them can bring the presence of god to your congregation you need functional fire that comes from the secret place those things only help to provide convenience no matter how expensive your clothes are no matter how intelligent your speaking is believe me icing is only useful when there is a cake when there is nothing you don't eat icing like that are we learning now i'm saying this because there are many younger ministers who are already learning some of these philosophies no place of fire 
God calls you, the first thing you are looking for is a laptop and a Bible with several versions. Congratulations. Let me tell you how God makes men. There is something called the cave of Adulam. There is, there is a place of training that no amount of convenience and technology can replace. Are we together? Over dependence. I have this, I have that. Ministry must work for me. I just came in from so, so, so places. I have this and that. In fact, there is one technology, is the latest one. Gentlemen, let me tell you this. By the privilege of God's grace, this man stands. I don't claim to know everything, but I can tell you I've worked with God a bit. I truly know what commands power. Many of the things we think bring power is not what brings power. Technology does not fast. Technology does not pray. Technology can help you hear a message. But ladies and gentlemen, whether you hear Bible on tape, you hear Bible on whatever, until you pray, until you build your spirit man and have a track record with God. Don't misunderstand me. Remember point one, over-dependence. Are we together? The moment something goes wrong, the first thing most believers think about is, um, which of my certificates can solve this problem? Which connection I know is a simple thing, I, I can manage it. Small pain there, I know, I'm just waiting. My, my brother is a doctor somewhere. Can I tell you the truth? The days that we are in now are days of high level spirituality. Where this is why you can see, you can see what happens. American people here will tell you. You can find someone not taking in. What is the reason? Everything that should make for pregnancy is there. And yet it does not happen. Demons are telling you that if it's advancement, we've tasted this long ago. Over dependence on the strength of the flesh. Submit your prayer request for prayer. No, my uncle just became chairman of one board somewhere. And God is watching you and saying, except the Lord builds a house. They labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord watches over the city. The watchmen watch it, but in vain. Thank God for posters. Thank God for billboards. Thank God for all of these things. But none of them has the power in themselves to draw intelligent people to God's presence. It takes that anakazo, the compelling power of the spirit, to cause men to leave their homes, to come and sit in your ministry. Who do you think you are? Human beings are not stupid. John Wesley says, set yourself on fire and the whole world will come and watch you burn. Can I tell you? I know there is E everything, but there is no E fire. <laughs> if it is fire, it must be right there. You must set it and the impact must be felt there. Over dependence. Can I tell you? We are people who value knowledge. We are people who value all of the provisions that our times have made for us. But when I go before God, I don't go and say, Lord, we have this, we have... Mm -mm, mm -mm. 
there is something about the power of God and the, and the, and dependence dependence a mic can amplify your voice but it cannot impart the anointing philosophies volumes and volumes of intellectual dissertations that do not have the power to transform you will finish talking intelligently and raise an altar call and half of the congregation is full of sinners and not one person will come out someone just throws out out of pity ah! i made up my mind that i would never stand on any pulpit and just just talk stories and sometimes you know a sermon is going and people can even be distracted somebody is gisting and saying instead of listening to this guy wasting our time let's at least be discussing the let's use the opportunity and quickly discuss the business on monday go and read your bible and see what happened in the past when preachers were preaching there were people who were passing they were not part of the people there the power of God will hook them up like a and keep them there. Preachers, let's return back to the place of dependence. Thank God for all of these things. No man can build any ministry, not by any formula. Thank God for principles here and there. I do not negate them principles of excellence principles of this but let me tell you presence supersedes principles principles only work when presence is in place over dependence on the strength of the flesh giving credit to men giving credit to the flesh That is the reason why when God wants to make such statement, he leaves ordinary people like us and puts us there as a statement to say this treasure that is so earthen, but there is the excellency of power, you know, so that the excellency of power might be of God and not of us. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 3, let's hurry up. Zechariah 1 verse 3. Therefore say thou unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye unto me, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will turn unto you. Can I tell you, don't expect God to turn to you if you have not turned to him. You turn to him as a sign of your desperation. As a sign of your desperation. There is, there is nothing... So there is nothing as powerful as a believer coming to God and saying, Lord, thank God for all these things I have. My business connections, thank God for the intelligence, I have degrees, I have all of this. But I stand before you, oh God, and I acknowledge that if you do not open a door, in this Abuja, that door will not be opened. If you do not open a door, it will not be opened. And God says, in spite of all these things, you still have the sense to look unto me. Now, the Bible says, they looked unto him and their faces were lightened. 
Do you know why several people, especially in this season, continue to fall victims of shame and the rest in spite of whatever qualifications? I will tell you why. Because when God wants to use people, he uses you in a way that all men will see that it is his power at work in you. And if for any reason you have the tendency of pushing him in front of the stage light, you will not do business with God. Over dependence on the strength of the flesh. Over dependence. We have to repent of this pride. Not just men of God. I tell you, this, this, our generation is so arrogant. Building of empires. It is by my strength. Every man was a baby in the hand of a woman one day. We have to be careful. There is the God who sits the monarch of the universe. And we must be careful. Let our preachers, let's be careful. As God keeps doing mighty things through our lives, we must be careful. Let members know we are men. It's just that we are of God. This, this system of self-glorification, there is a difference between honor and pride. Go and read your Bible and see what happened to people who refused to acknowledge God. We give you the highest, the highest praise to the King. I give you the loudest, yeah. I lift my holy hand. I give you worship, worship. The highest praise to the King. I give you worship, worship. You have taken all the pain. You have taken all the sorrows. You have taken all limitations. You have taken all the tears. You have made them yours. Listen, lesson number one this night, if you want God to use you this year, let your knees be close to the ground. When men clap for you and say you built this house in two months, you bought this house, 500 million, like buying a recharge card. The moment you want the devil to help and massage your back, Satan kills. Don't forget, he's a thief. He will first clap for you before he kills you. May this be the year where God will heal through you, man of God. And when people begin to idolize you, you say, listen, I thank God for using me, but let me tell you sincerely, there is one who is mightier than I am. I'm only a vessel. Over dependence. Business people, let me encourage you. The person talking to you is not stupid. God gave us brains. That is true. But there is something about depending on him. God knows that I depend on him. This ministry depends on him for everything. We may not know everything it takes to succeed from a psychological standpoint, from, a, from an intellectual standpoint, and we will continue to learn. But can I tell you, and the Lord walking with them, 
That was the secret. Confirming the word with signs following. You think technology can turn HIV uh, positive to negative? Just like that? Thank God for the advancement in medicine and gynecology and all of these things. Have you not seen people who have tried everything and yet no child? This is a message God is speaking to someone already. The day you stop depending on your power, can I tell you, go and carry your certificate. Go and carry your, your real estate company registration. Drop it on the ground and say, Lord, you are exalted above it. You are exalted above it. You are Carry your ID card. I know you work with World Bank. I know you work with all. Drop it on the ground and say, Lord, I depend on you. Let the mockers laugh at you while you are depending on him. And he continues to lift you. We give you worship. Worship. The highest praise to the king. We give you worship. Worship. The highest praise to the king. We bow down. We bow down. The deepest worship to the king. We lift up holy hands. Read your Bible and see why God honored Solomon so much. There's no time I would have shown you. There are two reasons why God lifted Solomon. One was because of his sacrifice. But two was because of the nature of his dependence in asking for God gave him a, a blank check. What do you want? Including your enemies. He did not say give me wisdom. Go and read it. He said Lord you see you know the kind of person you have called. As limited as I am like this. I am unable to lead this your people. So please, grant unto your servant an understanding heart. And the Bible says it pleased the Lord. It said because you have not asked for this, or the life of your enemies, or this and that and that, you have asked for understanding to discern judgment. He said I will give you, verse 12 now says, I will give you, all of these things and understanding had so that there is no man like you. Captain, in addition to this, I will give you the things you have not asked for. Both riches and honor. That means riches and shame can go together. Dependence. Apostle, I just got an award. I came back from Harvard. I'm the best student. It's impossible for Nigeria to reject me. <laughs> you go and read about your country. Someone can be in his room just crying and say, Lord, this is not self-condemnation. I hope you understand what I'm teaching you. carry everything when, go and learn the mystery of the worship of the elders the 24 elders did they have to remove their crowns to worship why didn't they worship with their crowns I thought the most important part of worship is your knees go and learn from them your knees are useless until your crown is on the ground many of us are kneeling down with our crown 
And God is saying, so who is king now? We pray that God will raise extremely successful people who will teach the nations dependence. That when people are asking you and say, how did you build this thing? You can tell them all the principles and then wrap up by saying, can I tell you, there are gaps in this equation that even me, I don't know the answer. I just know that one plus one was there. Wisdom plus divine direction plus relationships plus diligence plus discipline plus God equal to my answer. Many times people try to ask me the secrets of this, the secrets of that and I share with them principles. I share with you principles. But from the beginning to the end of my sharing, I can tell you that there are gaps in our knowledge that only the size of God can fill. Preacher, you will not build a church just by principles. You can be the most sincere person with character and integrity and nobody will still come to your church. You can preach truth heaven hell rapture doctrine with soundness of scripture and remain there as if god did not call you i am undone before your glorious majesty i cast my crown before the highest royalty I am undone before your glorious majesty. You're the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the King. You are the Lord. Your royal majesty. Listen. Let me teach you something that I do in the night sometimes. Don't just worship God by lying down on the ground. <clears throat> One of the ways that you worship God is to worship Him in the presence of what wants your worship. It's a powerful mystery. I don't just worship God alone like that. Sometimes I carry every a representation of everything that looks like accolades. We all worship together. Whatever wants my worship must join me in worshiping God. That is one of the ways to overcome the temptation of worshiping things. So if it is your wallet, I'm not saying idolize it. Your ID card, your promotion letter. Don't lie down and leave it on the table. Lie down with it. Lord, this is what you have done for me. And someone is calling you and saying, you are now the CEO. Tell them, wait. But you are wasting time. This is how I became the CEO. Please. Yabone nakao Sujada ne nakao Sirkin salama Can I tell you this? Let me give you an assignment by God. Every home and every individual try to take at least a day in this week. If you can't do it with your family, do it alone. 
this busy busy hustling going up and down trying to do this you sit down in someone the front of someone's office from morning till night and then they drive you again come back listen 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 sometimes we need to go back and just worship we are a people of prayer but we must also be a people of worship it is not just prayer alone learn worship if you can't sing let something sing for you that's the importance of technology give technology the assignment to sing for you and join you as you worship your maker and you bow before him and say lord it is because of you i am here and while you are saying it your wallet is hearing your atm is hearing you force them to join in that worship and god says this is for me now let me do for you what you cannot do for yourself you are done with that worship you pick up your phone and see missed calls and text messages and you are wondering this man i've been trying to call believe what i'm teaching you i will not waste your time this night these are these are mysteries you want to command results that will preach to a territory next sunday's miracle service people are coming with all kinds of burdens i'm not a herbalist how in the world do you think you are going to touch people and pray from here and people all over the world get healed get blessed let me tell you after i'm done praying this ground is a blessing you roll there and say oh god who but you is able to heal and bless and help and lift and in that atmosphere of worship that shakina just comes to mantle you and it's like electricity from head to toe and head to toe and there are all kinds of impartations yours is just to stay there you come out of that atmosphere the only thing that comes from you is fire from head to toe preachers i'm not i'm not you can't sit down and watch a movie by morning and quickly just get up and take your bath and come for a miracle service and say after all is jesus doing it did you tell him you know he's the one doing it i will lay down my idols and thrones i have made and all that has taken my heart Lord I will bow to you to no other God but you we have to rush please sit down key number one that has stopped believers from experiencing the mighty hand of God over dependence on the strength of the flesh if most people will pray and study their Bible and worship one tenth with one tenth of the passion they used to run around humans for help they will not be in the same position there Can I tell you? 
everything you get minus God will kill you no matter how important it is to you if you have to drop God to get it it's only a matter of time Yeshua Hamashiach Yeshua Everything belongs to you. Belongs to you. Fathers, don't go to your house and bully your wives and children and say, Listen, I built this house. If I were stupid, this house would not be built. God says, Ah, okay, maintain it. Children, I'm the one taking care of the parents. Don't talk to me anyhow. It's my money. I can stop sponsoring you. And you wake up by morning and that hand that you used to lift against your parents because of what you are giving does not lift again. And God says, heal yourself. There is nothing as ugly as self-righteousness. Trying to believe that it is just, it is just by merit. It is true that there is a price for these dimensions. But can I tell you the truth? We have to let the world know. You see the regions that have rejected Jesus for technology. This is not the first time men are rejecting Jesus for other things. They rejected Jesus and chose Barabbas. If people can reject Jesus and choose crime, only God knows what else they can reject him for. Crucify him, they said. Give us Barabbas. We know he's a thief. But we choose him to Jesus. People have chosen technology to Jesus. People have chosen education to Jesus. People have chosen the philosophies of men to Jesus. And you see the catastrophe that is happening around the world today. Because by the strength of man shall no man prevail. This earth is old. Everybody is a tenant. Some people came and passed for us to be here. They passed and they left their lessons of wisdom or foolishness. They left it behind. There is the God who is the monarch of the universe. We must return back to acknowledging Jesus publicly, directly. Number two. What is the second reason why believers are not able to experience mighty works? Remember what we are dealing with. The witness of mighty works. That when you want to command salvation over territories, there needs to be levels of results from your life. And that the first reason why we do not have the mighty works that can witness, can preach to the territory is because of over-dependence on the strength of the flesh. Number two, ignorance and disobedience to God's principles. Now we can talk principles. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 15. Let's hurry up. Ecclesiastes 10 and verse 15. The labor of the foolish wearied how many of them? Every one of them. Because he knoweth not how to go to where? So there is a relationship between where he's going to, the city, 
he intends to go to the city but how to go to the city is what he does not know the labor of the foolish wearied every one of them because he knoweth not how to go to the city Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18 popular scripture it says having the understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness here it is again the blindness blindness of their hearts can I tell you this anybody who wants to rise and to excel in this kingdom in that order once you have acknowledged the God of heaven the next thing you must understand and learn is Jesus the way Jesus the way is a capture of the methodologies the modus operandi of the kingdom it says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death Jesus the way you can learn the ways of God to a life of excellence and a life of glory The Bible leaves us with two options as far as obtaining results is concerned. We see that in Egypt, in the presence of Pharaoh, we see that all through scripture, that there is God's way or the kingdom's way of doing things. Please look up. And there is the world's way of doing things. Moses had a way that God taught him to produce results. Janus and Jembers, the magicians of Egypt, had their way. There are two options all men will have in this earth as far as producing results is concerned. You can follow the way of the devil, the way of men, or you can follow the way of the kingdom. The result, listen to me, the result is the side effect that comes with whatever way you choose for instance the bible says it is the blessing of the lord that make it rich and added no sorrow it gives you that information because there is another pathway that can seem to bless you and with it come with sorrow are we learning isaiah chapter 31 i believe verse 1 to 3 it talks about the way of egypt woe to them that go down to Egypt for help. Look up, please. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. Verse 2. Yet he also is wise and will bring evil and will not call back his words but will arise against the house of evildoers and against the help of them that walk iniquity verse 3 it says now the egyptians are men and not god ah now you be god almighty god you know be my lord you know now you be God, Almighty God, you know be my Lord. 
please keep that scripture there. Verse 3. 31 verse 3. He says, now, these Egyptians, this ambassador, this senator, this apostle you are trusting in, are men. And not God. He said, and their horses flesh and not spirit. When the Lord shall stretch out his hand, both he that helpeth shall fall and he that is helped shall fall. They shall fall together. Do you know what he's telling you? The vanity of following the ways of men. That both the one who claims he can show you the road and you who is following the road under a certain circumstance both of you can fall. Before you follow what men are telling you, look at what they are following. If they are not following the principles of the kingdom, they are only wasting your time. It's a matter of time. And you will find out you've been wasting your time. Are we together? I've spent my life learning the ways of the kingdom. And I will continue to do this for as long as I live. Because I have found out... That the ways of the kingdom is not really very easy to learn in truth. Because you will need discipline and diligence. You will need a long time to understand the dynamics of the workings of the kingdom. But if and when you pay that price by God and learn it, your life will become invincible. It will be, you will be a sign and a wonder. And the thing about this kingdom truth is when you hold the keys, you've held them. It's true. We have giant doors that close this great auditorium and those doors open at the instance of keys, not physical strength. You can be so macho and strong and yet you will stand helpless in front of these doors from morning till night simply because a key you can put inside your pocket was missing. Are we together? As, as big as a truck is, it is a key that kicks it. And that key, the driver can put it in his pocket, but God help him to forget where the key is. The petrol tank can stand there full of petrol, but it will not move. Fine engine, fine tires, beautiful car, even a new one, but because there was no key, it will stand there. When somebody wants to present to you the gift of a car, what does he give you? Why? Does he give you the paint of the car? He now comes to tell you, look, your car is outside, but here is the car. Then he gives you a key and you say, thank you for giving me the car. You don't say thank you for giving me the keys because when he gave you the keys, he gave you the car. Are you getting what I'm telling you now? This is very powerful. Jesus said, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And with those keys you will bind, that means disallow. And with those keys you will lose, that means allow. It is at the instance of the mysteries of the kingdom that we reign, we rise, and we thrive. I believe in the mysteries of the kingdom. I have taught you here that mysteries control results in this kingdom. 
There are mysteries that control wealth and prosperity. There are mysteries that control longevity and joy. There are mysteries that control increase. All of this come by God. And you can learn the ways of God. You can submit yourself and learn the ways of God. This is the assignment of the preacher, Jeremiah 3.15. To feed you, he says, with knowledge and understanding of what? The mysteries of the kingdom. Matthew 13 and verse 11, Jesus was speaking. And he said, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Believers... Results in this kingdom are not accidental. Sustainable results haven't charged you to acknowledge Jesus above results. He has set that principle for us. That God is also the God of systems. Please say systems. There is the systemic nature of the kingdom. You would notice from the Bible that God will hardly do the same thing twice. When he does it once, he will build a system within it for continuity. He's never had to create man and woman again. He only did that once and programmed within them a system for continuity. The same thing, everything we eat today, it does not fall from heaven necessarily. He created a system. Your seed, the earth, water, and a system of nourishment for the seed, leave the rest to God. Just as you do not know how bones are formed in the womb of her that is with child or the way of the wind. It says so also you do not know the way of God. There are dimensions of the ways of God that you cannot learn intellectually. But the ones you can learn, you must learn it. Say after me in the name of Jesus. I obtain grace to be a student of the mysteries of the kingdom. Say it again in the name of Jesus. I obtain grace to be a student of the mysteries of the kingdom. Wishing and hoping will not produce results. No. We must submit ourselves to strategic learning. Strategic learning. Can I tell you, this year of marvelous life, don't waste it. Write out every aspect of your life where you are not sure of the mysteries that control that result and become a spiritual archaeologist researching one by one what is this thing about this finance don't start january to december hustling running up and down again and hoping i know it will work i just made a slight mistake last year no your mistake is a report card it tells what you were thinking go back to the word there has to be a way. And the Holy Spirit leads you to a message. And you listen to that message. And light comes. And you wave that realm goodbye. And it waves you. Why do I have just 100 members? Respectfully speaking. Not that crowd necessarily is a measure of success. Why do I have just 200 members? Why do people come and go? There must be something I do not know. The Bible says in Proverbs 18 and verse 1, it says, through desire, a man, having separated himself, he said he seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. It takes desire and passion. Why do I keep experiencing disfavor in my life? People like me today, they don't like me tomorrow. There has to be consistency and predictability to this. Open my eyes that I may see. 
man of God, why is it that you seem to see the power of God in this meeting? And then in another meeting, it looks like you are almost a suspect of using divination because nothing, absolutely nothing happens. You finish a meeting that is powerful and blessed people were healed. Another meeting, they are praying that you finish and go because they don't understand what is going. This inconsistency and amateurism can be solved when you gain mastery. It says, he that strives for mastery is not crowned except he strives lawfully. Are we together? Obedience is powerful and light is powerful. Two scriptures and then we'll move to the next point. Deuteronomy chapter 7, we'll read from verse 12 to 15. Deuteronomy chapter 7. Please write it and look up. Deuteronomy 7, 12 to 15. Wherefore, it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto your fathers. And he will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee and he will bless the fruit of thy womb. Do you know what the fruit of your womb is? The fruit of your womb is your child. The fruit of your womb is your ideas. Your mind is also a womb. I hope you know that. So don't think he's just talking about women alone. And you can give birth to a child that you say, why did I not hear God and not even give birth to this child? Because of the trouble he, he, he can give you. But the Bible says he can bless. It's one thing to have the fruit of your womb, your idea, your child. But it's one thing for it to be blessed. It says he will bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, thy corn, thy wine, thy oil, the increase of thy kind, the flocks of thy sheep, and the land which he swear unto the fathers to give thee. It says thou shalt be blessed above all people, and there shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. As you say amen, say amen to two things. Amen to the grace for obedience and amen to what I'm saying. Because if you are just saying amen to what I'm saying, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But you will say amen and perhaps sadly you may not see it manifest. Amen means let it be so. Let it be so that I will obey and let it be so that I will see what the Lord has said. Are we together? Obedience. Deuteronomy chapter 28, we'll read verse 2 to 7, then jump to 11 and 12. Let's hurry up. Is someone learning tonight? And all these blessings shall come on thee, now say amen, amen. and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord. That's the condition. Verse 3. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, in the fruit of thy cattle, the fruit of thy ground, and the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. Deuteronomy chapter, we are reading to 7 and then we will jump to 11 and 12. Okay, let's go to 11 quickly. Did you read 2 to 7? Okay, let's just finish 12 for sake of time. Give us 12. 
And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heavens, to give thee rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend to many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. I know that many of you will not believe this that was written, but believe me, everything God wrote, he meant it. You must obtain grace from God to fight ignorance, fight it thoroughly this year, and then obtain the grace for complete obedience. Are we together? Number three. What is the third reason why believers are not able to produce mighty works that become witnesses to territories? Are you ready? Demonic oppression. Demonic oppression. Yes, sir. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Ephesians 6 and verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, the Bible says, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. First John chapter 5 and verse 19 tells us we are of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. There is no part of the world that is spared. It says the whole world lieth in wickedness. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 8, popular scripture, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 8. Am I right on that? Is it 8 or 18? 1 Thessalonians 2, 18. I desired to come to you, wherefore we would have come to you, even I, Paul, once and again. Read it with me. But Satan hindered us. But Satan hindered us. Satan can fight men, can fight their influence, their joy, their visibility, can fight the giftings of God in their lives, can fight ministries, businesses, families, dreams, visions. Satan can try to hinder men. The Bible did not leave us in the dark as to the fact that there is an adversary that is out determined to thwart everything that is God in our lives. Satan will not fold his arms and watch you continue to excel. He will not fold his arms and watch ministry excel, family excel, your career excel, your visibility excel. He will make attempts to see that he fights it. Demonic oppression. The Bible encourages us to put the full armor of God or the whole armor of God. There's, there's even a, there's even a teaching, a teaching series on that. The whole armor of God. I will be explaining to you what the Bible means when it says the whole armor of God. Because you can put some. When Satan looks at you spiritually, there is what he's looking at. And when he finds a place that is not fortified and covered, that becomes his entrance point. So the Bible says, no weapon fashioned against you. Fashioning requires creativity, observation. Are we together? 
Yes, so the Bible talks of the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, and all of that. He, he, the, the entire formation, he calls it the whole armor of God. He says on the strength of that whole armor, you will be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. The strategies of the enemy. In my life and in ministry, I have seen demonic oppressions over people. Look at the story of this, our dear sister. The lady who got married to that, gentle, that, 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 that gentleman. You see that? And you can imagine, HIV from nowhere, just landed. I, I can tell you, there are so many people that I have prayed for, who would tell you they went to bed in peace. And they saw these demonic entities who come, hold syringes, inject them, and they will wake up physically with HIV. Or some kind of oppression. And they will wake up with all kinds of demonic things that cannot be explained. Many years ago, sincerely so, this was in Zaria. A woman met me, she, she had a stillbirth. And she gave birth while she was pregnant. She said every night she would see like monkeys and chimpanzees come to her, try to oppress her, molest her, and do all of these things. And she took it for granted. God is my witness. She said she gave birth to a child that was hairy like a monkey, was still birth physically. The realm of the spirit is a real realm. And it can find expression here. Are we together? If you are in doubt, ask Job. The discussion about his destiny was not done on earth. Yet the result was seen on earth. Are we together now? Yes. This is not to scare you. But this is to let you know that Satan will not leave you by default. He did not leave Jesus by default. The Bible says he left him for a season. Your assignment is to be equipped with the truths from scripture that makes for your victory in Christ. And I hope that I will have the time to teach us. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you are, you are in for an amazing time this year. Because that deliverance, wait till we get to our deliverance series. Because I'll be teaching you what the Bible calls weapons of victory. You have to know what they are. Most believers do not know the tools for victory. The power of the word. The power of the name. The power of the blood. There are many extra biblical weapons that are not needed. Many, many people have shipped in all kinds of things. In fact, let me show you something. While I was preparing, I wrote something down. Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 6. The Lord put it in my heart and it is both a burden and a warning the body of christ and believers have to be careful i know that because it seems like we are not seeing the power and the grace of god as should be many people are begin to are beginning to resort to all kinds of occultic and demonic things here's a word from the lord and the soul that turneth after such as have familiar spirits and after wizards 
to go warring after them i will even set my face against that soul and i will cut him off from among his people deuteronomy 18 from verse 10 this is a warning deuteronomy 18 from verse 10 it says there shall not be found among you nigeria africa listen anyone that maketh his son or his daughter parents please hear this to pass through fire or that useth divination or an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch next verse or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer he's giving a warning that among the fold of they that be of faith these kinds of things should not be found you will be surprised to know how many believers who sit in church sing and dance fall down under the anointing stand up and immediately church is over they would go to any length to go and consult mediums and consult all kinds of things i'm not condemning you it's with a heart of love Many of us come from families and backgrounds where we are supposed to participate in that heritage of continuity of all these idols and the rest. And those powers will not want to let you go. They will appear to you, people will send for you from the village and say we are still waiting. You are supposed to continue this. But the Bible says we have been called out of every tribe, tongue, kindred. It's a new race, but you must connect to knowledge. Hallelujah. I have seen great people who love God, but out of pressure, they went to consult familiar spirits. Respectfully speaking, preachers, business people, they don't have to necessarily be evil. Can I tell you, do not allow any kind of pressure push you to invite Satan to your life for help. Satan does not help men. He only destroys. Apostle, I'm in need of a child. 10, 15 years. And someone says, there's someone. It's not exactly a pastor, but it's not bad. He really, he has this thing. It's a gift. A gift God gave everybody. Be careful. Some of those sociological things. I know it's not easy, but we must obtain grace from God. Oh, there's something I can give you. It will bring members. Oh, there's something I can give you. It will bring power. There's something I can give you. The worst one is the one of money. You look at the person who wants to bless you. And you look at him and you even give him honorarium because of how miserable he's looking. How in the world is that person going to help you? He's not even a kingmaker. That is not kingmaker anointing. That person is miserable. What do you think happens to the chicken and the goat and the ram and the cow? Just think, just think for one minute. Aside from the one they bury in front of you, what do you think actually happens when you go? They just tell you, go, it is done. Then what happens? Are we together? Please, in this, this, would I call it post-pandemic period, we need wisdom. Don't allow anybody manipulate you and plunder you for nothing. 
a native doctor that asks you to buy cow is a heartless person. Knowing what has happened and, and is asking you, what, what sort of a thing is that? Buy this, buy that, and you see people who are struggling. They go and buy all these things with all kinds of promises. You will get this contract. And you find out that it does not happen. Do you know why it does not happen? I will tell you. Even if there is a semblance of power, it does not happen because the believer in Christ will go there doubting. An unbeliever will go with 100. Do you know that it still takes faith for that thing to work? So the reason why it does not work is the same reason why the prophecy in church does not work. Because you are half-hearted. Either ways. The Bible said, let that man not think he shall receive anything. While the man is doing it, you want to believe, but there's that fear. Ah, Jesus, you died for me, but you see, it's, it's pressure that is making me do this. <laughs> How can I call on your name and end up in shame? Because you are my God You are my God You are my God You are my God You don't have to leave this place fighting anyone but when people invite you out of sympathy and say, we've looked at your situation, we want to help you. You look at them with compassion and tell them, if it's not in your presence, if it's not from your hands, if it's not by your spirit, don't let me have it. For everything I need The three Hebrew boys said we will not bow to you Oh when it has to do with touching this matter Our God will deliver us But even if he does not deliver us We will not bow Don't say it's like that it's, it's, The problem is where I come from You are not the only one who comes from that place Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help. They will ask you to do unbelievable things for power. Kill your own children. Sacrifice whatever it is. Politicians, let's be careful. This is the time for election now. And this is the time for all this rubbish. Sound sincere people, but because of desperation for power. Let's be careful. Number, number four. What is the fourth reason why believers are not able to command power and mighty works? Number four. I wrote here, they trivialize and ignore the place of spiritual empowerment. Hmm. They trivialize and ignore the place of spiritual empowerment. Ephesians 6.10. We're about to pray. Ephesians 
10. Finally, their brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Can I tell you this? Let me announce to you truly that we are in the days of his power. Believe me when I tell you, we are truly in the days of his power. You will see a display of the power and the grace of and the glory of God through men in a way that will surprise you. We are in the days of his power. This is the wrongest time to trivialize and commonize the place for spiritual empowerment. Spiritual empowerment is not for men of God. Spiritual empowerment is not for preachers alone. Spiritual empowerment is for all those who desire to produce the kind of results that bring glory to the name of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27, popular scripture. It shall come to pass in that day, this is that day, that his burden shall be taken away from off your shoulder and his yoke from off your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed. Not because it has been hanging there for a long time. It shall be destroyed because of the anointing. My head you have exalted like the horn of a unicorn and I am anointed with fresh oil my head you have exalted like the horn of a unicorn I am anointed listen why do you need spiritual empowerment? I've taught you here. Because God's results cannot be produced by the strength of the flesh. It will take God's ability to produce God's dimension of results. When Jesus casted out devils, they say, you do this by Beelzebub, the prince of demons. He said, if I do this by Beelzebub, by who do, do your fathers cast out? He said, but if I, by the finger of God, do this, he says, then the kingdom has come to you. Can I tell you, the demands of your destiny does not require human power alone. A major part of what you need in life has to be outsourced beyond this realm. The power to stay healthy, it will take more than exercise. Exercise, oh, but in this wicked world, it will take more than exercise. It will take more than good food. When you cook food, it can drive germs, not demons. <laughs> Don't forget where they come from. It's not cold. You need the power of God. These are the days when God forbid. You've heard me say it. It's only when we get to heaven we'll know what we have eaten that was supposed to kill us. And they said, till now you have not died. <laughs> Listen, believers, it is a risk to stay into this world without empowerment. Someone can come and shake you and say, good afternoon. That kiss that is supposed to be a sign of love can be a sign to the enemy. This is the person we have been talking about. Ah! Say unto God, Psalm 66 and verse 3, 
How terrible art thou in thy ways? It says, through the greatness of thy power shall thy enemies submit themselves unto you. It takes power even to stay wealthy. The Bible says strong men retain wealth. The easiest part of being blessed is becoming wealthy. Remaining wealthy takes strength. Not just physical strength. The strength of God. Because systems can change. Governments can change. One change in government can bankrupt you completely. It takes strength to stay. Are we together? Most believers frown at spiritual empowerment. They just feel I'm not called into ministry. Mine is just banking. Mine is just family. Mine is I'm a farmer. I have no business with demons and all of these things. Demons are everywhere. Wickedness is everywhere. And even if there are no demons and wickedness, limitation is everywhere. You need the strength of God. Elijah, you are about to run. And it's 40 days journey. You need strength beyond that of the natural man. When Elijah prophesied rain, when he prophesied, the Bible says that he ran, he ran. On barefoot, he overtook the chariots of Ahab, even down to Israel. Men and women of God, the burden of ministry, especially at these times, it requires supernatural strength to be able to survive. Otherwise, one day you will just collapse on stage because you are tired. No matter how you plan your life and plan ministry, you will still be busy. It will still command strength from you. Is God speaking to us tonight? Everybody say strength. strength. One more time, say strength. Do not trivialize the place of spiritual empowerment. Jesus himself knew the value of spiritual empowerment. And he said, carry ye in Jerusalem. I have taught you, but you need more than a lecture for your territory to come under the lordship of Christ. Carry ye in Jerusalem. And the Bible says, Acts chapter 2 from verse 1. It says, now when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in that place. Verse 2 says, suddenly, it says, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Verse 3 says, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire. It sat on each one of them. Verse 4 says, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The manifestation of power. And Paul was teaching and he said, this is that. When you go to Acts chapter 4, they prayed also in response to the threats that was coming. They said, grant unto your servant that miracles and signs and wonders be wrought through the name of your holy son Jesus. And when they finished praying, the Bible says, the building shook and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you? We need the power of the Holy Spirit, especially in these days. You don't just speak and it comes to pass. Uh-uh. We want to see like a mighty rushing wind. We want to dwell under the shadow of your wings. We want to see you like a mighty rushing wind. We want to dwell under the shadow of your wings that's our prayer 
blow, blow like a mighty wind. Spirit of victory, cover us with your wings. Blow, blow, blow like a mighty wind. Spirit of victory. It takes power to represent Jesus. It takes power to produce signs and wonders. It does not just take touching people. You can touch people and that's just human contact. It takes power to speak and it comes to pass. It takes power to make decrees and they move beyond the earth realm into the realm of the spirit and are established there. It takes power. It takes power to be an effective preacher. We're about to pray. I tell you, I sense such a strong anointing. It takes power. The generation that rejects the power of God is the generation that will pay the price in a very, very dear way. We need extraordinary manifestations of the power and the grace of God. Abuja, the F-City, will not receive the witness of mighty works except there is power. Nigeria, the 36 states that make this federation, we will keep talking and preaching, holding conferences and conventions, and darkness will continue to loom around our horizon. It takes power. He called them two by two and gave unto them power. He says, go as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. It says in doing that, heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead, freely you have received. Preachers, we will continue to have empty pews. Our territory will continue saying amen while we go down until there be men and women of fire. People who understand the dynamics and the administration of spiritual power. When God called me, I prayed and I said, Lord, please, do not just send me with a sermon. This world is too dark for just a good sermon. There is a need for genuine power. Please hear me. It takes power to be a father, not masculinity. It takes power to be a mother. It takes power in our world today to go to school and finish well. There are people who ran mad during their last exam. It takes power to remain. It takes power to leave your house in the morning and return back safely in this our wicked world. It takes power to remain alive today. We are going to pray. This power part we will pray to. I'm not just talking of this jamboree and, and some of these things that we do in church sometimes. No. Genuine spiritual power. Jesus, your Jesus, remained quietly, not even doing ministry, until he was endued with power from on high. You have tried and tried and tried in the strength of the flesh. It's time to open up your hands and to receive power from heaven. Are you ready to pray?
please rise up on your feet thank the lord for this word and then we're going to take a few minutes to pray 2022 is a year that you should not just enter casually no you want to command salvation over territories it will take you depending on the god of heaven in all things it will take high level spiritual illumination alongside the grace to obey it will take the grace to ward off all the demonic arsenals that try to fight the purposes of god over your life and it will take a genuine encounter with power lift your voice and begin to pray lord i am tired of powerlessness as a believer preachers pray businessmen pray all who are following from across the nations pray we need to produce the kinds of results that bring glory to the name of the lord it will happen at the instance of the power of the holy spirit at work in us Father Abuja, the FCT, Nigeria, Africa must come under the influence of the Lordship of the Christ. We contend for the witness that greater works bring on the territory. We contend for the witness. We need our results to also become preachers preaching to the territory that you are alive preaching to the territory that you are exalted preaching to the territory that you are king of kings and lord of lords don't be tired pray Our territory must come under the influence of the Christ. Enough of having church services and remaining there, shouting and jumping in church and remaining there while the territory continues to plunge to decadence. We are light, we are salt, ambassadors of the kingdom. It's time to preach to the territory. We want our territory to experience salvation, not just individuals. Territories can be saved. Regions can be saved. Nations can be saved. The policies can be framed after the fear of the Lord. Notable miracles, signs and wonders, manifestations of power and grace, the wonder-working power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Last prayer point and I speak over your life. You are going to pray for yourself. Lord, fresh power from on high upon my life. Evident power whose results will be clear before all men that I, that I have come as an envoy, a representative of the parliament of heaven without doubt, without any shadow of a doubt. Lift your voice and pray.
Power to heal, power to change, power to transform, power to lift, power to bless, power to teach, power to preach, power for entrepreneurship, power for governance, power for excelling, power for leadership, power to mentor, power to raise, power to strengthen. Power to prosper, power for longevity, power for health and vitality. It's time to command results. Believers, don't leave it to preachers alone. Believers, it is a year of marvelous light. It's time to rise. Hallelujah. Commanding salvation over territories. The witness of greater works, mighty works. Your work, the results from your life are also preachers. They can preach. There is a message that they can tell your environment. They can say God is with you. They can say God is alive. They can say he's a mighty God. Hallelujah. The time is gone. I want to pray for you. Listen. I have seen the power of God in my life. I know what spiritual power can do. We've not gotten there. We are still pressing. But I have seen what the power of God can do. 1,000 sermons can be preached with one genuine result. One genuine result. The thing about the witness of greater works or mighty works is that it can preach different sermons at the same time. To one, the sermon he gets from your result is that there is a God in heaven. To another, the sermon you will hear is that God is almighty. To another, the sermon you will hear is God loves you. To another, the sermon you will hear is look what God can do with men who are yielded. One genuine miracle. Imagine what happens in your life by the time God turns your life around within one week without exaggeration. One week. Doors just open from monday to tuesday that by sunday you can't wait to come here and say what in the world is this when someone wants to doubt you listen 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 we must trust god for notable results don't produce results that leave people doubting and say are you sure uh -uh. there are results that are clear very clear when the barren carry a child a child is not a mirage when you hold that child and everybody sees it and they say you didn't have a womb. That one is the mighty workings of God. When someone looks at you and says you are in debt, you will die in debt forever. You are owing 10 million, 100 million and you've already calculated that in three years I will come out and by Friday you are out. Out, literally. 
Don't doubt what I'm telling you. I'm not a stupid person. There are economic principles. We respect them. But there is a principle of heaven. Ask Aaron what route his staff found to board. The normal protocol is that you plant it, water it and wait. But not when God comes. Can I tell you this? It is my desire that we not only become a people of light in talk. But that our lives, that as you are released out of this place, it's like Samson releasing the foxes, sending them on fire. You go back to the hospital. You are a doctor and you are looking at a patient and you can discern that this is a demonic attack. This is not the issue of surgery. And you keep your syringe and lay your hands and say, I come as light. Help them, please. I believe this with all my heart. You've heard me tell you, I do not believe that anyone will meet me once and go back the same. No, no, never. It's not pride, it's the truth. That these hands are not just hands that carry food and carry things, the hands of Jesus. That these words are not just air coming out from you. Uh -uh. It's the breath of the Spirit. Go back with this consciousness. I am saved. But my territory needs to be saved. And it will be by a display of supernatural power. I don't know how true it is, but I heard one time that it was um, Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Robbers blocked them on the road. And they were shouting and saying, come out, come out, come out and lie down. And he came out carefully and looked at them. And while they were shouting, he said, choose one of these three things that must happen to you now. I think whether was it that they should, be they should die or something. He, he listed three things and said they should choose it. They were shouting, will you lie down? And he said, no, no. I'm telling you now, choose one of these three things that will happen. Man of God, that by Sunday or Wednesday or whatever day of the week, someone who has already been diagnosed of something just steps his feet even before the service starts and his body is shaking. He's saying, what is happening to me? I don't know the name of what is happening. And all of a sudden, that age of long captivity lifted. Just like that. I don't know why it is strong in my heart to pray over people's finances. I will pray it and I want you to believe it. You've seen what God is doing. Listen, we are not lazy people and we are not careless people. But don't let the world bend you to only respect secular principles. We have an advantage in this kingdom. We are not stupid people. Yes, there are economic principles. But believe me when I tell you, there, there are heavenly principles. Did the prophet not say, by this time tomorrow? Something you have been pursuing. To the point that people look at you and just pity you and say, do you know what? You are not the only businessman. Please rest. 
and you have tried and tried and one prophetic word comes upon you and by the next day those who are looking for are now the ones looking for you that is a sign and a wonder listen to the testimonies that these people share here notice what happens the doctors will ask questions because you see people in the world are now beginning to discern that look oh this thing is not all about medicine this is not all about just just um, business and th there is there is a factor and that's what you want to promote in one week you sell five properties all worth one one billion whereas you just started this work in two weeks and people say what in the world is this said me i'm not it's not like i'm a serious agent somebody just said i should come what is it about you and you will tell them let me tell you what is about me there is one who is mightier than me jesus you see that is the goal the person lives with a renewed orientation because until his encounter with you there are people who don't believe in anything god they say it with sarcasm don't mind all this church thing. They are just a, a bunch of unserious people. Use your brain. I agree. But use your brain alone, you will be in trouble. Not in our world today. Those who look like they are using their brain alone have not told you what they do when you are sleeping. Don't you dare believe that the only thing they are using is their brain. There is a threshold of results that when you see, you will know that the energy for that result was outsourced from a realm higher than this realm. So don't allow people sit down and just fool you and say, I just use my brain alone. Some of them are assisted by demons and they don't know. The devil is escorting them. He will soon give them the bill. And say, you think I was working for you for nothing? I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power that raised Christ from the dead. Anyone here who is in any kind of financial hardship... In the name that is above all names, I call upon my God this week coming. May my God surprise you. 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 Hear me. Where you have seen weakness, and limitations where your results are just human and scientific and logical nothing extraordinary nothing supernatural i empower you by the spirit of the living god go and produce extraordinary results go and produce supernatural results in ministry in business in governance in career in family in the name of jesus wonder working order of results in the name of jesus christ there are some of you here your family members are depending on what god does in your life to acknowledge the lordship of jesus in your presence you've had them insult jesus and said this your jesus that does not have results beginning from this week in the name of jesus may god walk wonders through your life 
that lead to the conversion of your loved ones. May God work wonders through your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hear me. I pray for those in ministry, prayer groups, prophetic ministries, evangelistic ministries. You've not seen supernatural results in your life. You are doing your best. Here and there, scanty testimonies. Nothing notable from this week. By the God of heaven, I empower your hands. Go with fire. Go with grace. Produce extraordinary results. And anyone who has refused to listen to you because they think your life does not command the kind of result that will make you worth listening to in the name of Jesus beginning from this week beginning from this week may God do something in your life that will command the attention of all who need to hear the gospel through you listen hear me the difference between what I'm speaking over you and just the fueling of lust and flesh is that what the grace you are receiving is not just coming to glorify self. Remember, what you are receiving is a grace that produces results so that your results will become a witness. You have been the evangelist alone. Let your result be an escort with you. So that both you and your results will be preachers. Are you getting it now? When you say God lifts, your result too should say God lifts. And then both you and the territory will say I'm listening. When you say God restores, let your result also say God restores. And the Lord walking with them. The final prayer for you is the backing that you need. The supernatural backing that you need for exploits. I told you we are in the days of his power. In the name of Jesus Christ, may that marvelous hand of God begin to back you in everything you do. And if there is anyone here that the spirit of death is roaming around your vicinity. You are having dreams, you are having encounters that seem to suggest death, whether for you or your loved ones. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, we command that spirit from the realm of the spirit, stay clear of this family now. In the name of Jesus, I speak to you, you shall not die. But leave and declare the works of the Lord. Help them. As you go out, you are protected. As you come in, you are protected. In the air, you are protected. Your children are protected. In the name of Jesus Christ. And hear me, whatever you have received that was given to you with the intention of destroying you, 
I declare that the spirit component of that gift that was empowered to destroy you, it returns back to that devil in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me make an altar call. Thank you for your patience. Please stand. Let's stand in honor to the altar call. There's no point wasting your time. You've heard the message. You need Jesus. You need him fast. You need him now. It is important to make this decision. Remember, it's our year of marvelous light. Let's minimize movement. We're done already. There are people here who are saying, Apostle, haven't heard you preach and teach. I realize my need for Jesus. Others are saying, I believe in Jesus, but my life has gone haywire. I need restoration. For all of those people, wherever you are, I'm going to count one to five. Please hurry up. We have just one minute for you. Very boldly, unashamedly come and stand before Jesus. Let's celebrate them as they come. I begin the counting now. One. Celebrate them as they come. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Come and stand before Jesus. He's giving you a new beginning. Two. God bless you as you come. Koinonia, is this the best you can do for them? God bless you. God bless you. All the overflows, please come. And those who are following online, watching from your homes, your offices, here's your opportunity to make Jesus Lord of your life. Come. We're out of time, but come. Come to Jesus. He truly can give you a new beginning. Apostle, I don't know if I'm saved or not. I just know that I love church. I love Jesus. I'm not sure. Join them. Join them quickly. Join them quickly. Come to Jesus. He'll give you a new beginning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. I salute every one of you for making this noble decision. The Bible declares that as many as will come to him, he will in no wise cast away. I appreciate every one of you for the courage to come and make this noble decision. May I request that you lift your right hands, all of you, lift it high above your head. Overflow, same thing. Say this after me. Let it be loud and clear. Let it be from the depth of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I have heard your word. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again for my justification. I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. I declare that the power of sin and Satan, hell and the grave is broken over my life. From tonight, I am a child of God. I go forward ever and backward never. I am saved. Amen. Keep your hands lifted. Father, thank you. Based on the authority of scripture, we decree and declare that your sins are forgiven. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, I commend you to the ministry of the word and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you'll be established and you'll be grounded in righteousness. That you go from glory to glory and grace to grace. In Jesus' name I pray.
amen and amen that last lady someone pray with her as they go she just came when the prayer was done god bless you all of you please i'd like you to move to my right there are gentlemen waving their hands the placard let's celebrate them as they go those under the anointing gently carry them as they go god bless you please all of you go in concert the lord bless you in jesus name hallelujah thank you very much for your patience um very quickly to announce that the ushering department we need more ushers you see what god is doing in the house it's a very large house and the ushers are limited they are really looking for more hands the ushering department is open for new members um the application closes on thursday thursday the 27th of january by 12 midnight all interested persons please wait at the pr desk outside just be patient and wait or you can see any of the ushers and then you have they'll give you the details the ushers need more hands because um there are so many people and then they are limited ushers there are many but then they really are limited and they are trusting god for more hands do not forget that um koinonia abuja gmail.com that's the email for testimonies and um we trust god for everything that um needs to be done in your life this year for the glory of the lord to be made manifest it will happen and it will happen speedily for you in jesus name i pray amen and amen next week we'll take the time to honor all of our guests and delegates that have come from different nations we thank you we love you and we truly truly appreciate you be sure to invite as many for the miracle service sunday by 5 p.m on the dot we start there's a lot for us to do and don't forget to come with your prayer requests and then encourage those who are coming with you to also come with their prayer requests and we trust that the lord will do us good in jesus name please stand as we share the grace the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit let it rest and abide with us now and forever Amen. God bless you and see you on Sunday. What are you turning to wine? Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like None like you. I'm about to say, into the darkness to shine. Into the darkness to shine. Out of the ashes, there is no one like you. There is no one like you. Say now, God is greater. Say our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any other. Awesome. God is for us, and who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, 
can walk and stand. You say, Jesus. Yeah. 